1: What's up guys and welcome back to Beyond the Void
0: Horror Podcast.
1: That's right, it's episode 198 and today we're going to be doing
0: Cutterballs from 2008
1: and Old Dracula from 1974 and these are what we're calling problematic comedy horror.
0: Very problem. (laughs) Big problems.
1: Uh, So you may be wondering what the fuck we're talking about. Well, these movies have things in them that have been controversial. Let's just say that. Uh Uh-huh. Things that uh, nowadays might not be so popular as it was when they were made.
0: I don't think it was popular when it was even
1: made. Well, I'm just saying that things have changed a lot in the past 10 years. Right. Uh, Tend to... 40, 50 years, you know what I mean? So we thought we'd uh, check these out. Plus, these were also sent to us out by Vinegar Syndrome for the old Dracula from 1974. So you can always pick it up there or also watch it on Amazon Prime. And Gutterballs is an unearthed film that was sent to us by MVD Entertainment Group, and we'll have links down below for you if you guys want to pick these up from them. So you can check it out if you want. Uh, That one, I believe, Gutterballs, you have to rent for $1.99 on uh, Amazon Prime, which is not much. Right. Gutterballs movie from 2008 is a slasher movie about a bowling ball killer, and he kills a bunch of people in a bowling alley, pretty much. There's a lot of stuff in there that we'll talk about, but I just want to give you guys kind of a summation real quick of what that is. And we got Old Dracula, which is a horror comedy sort of from 1974. So it's a PG film, actually. So we picked two movies that, uh, well, they both have breasts, (laughs) which is odd. But yeah, one's kind of like porno. One's kind of like not porno, but...
0: Which is weird, because that Old Dracula one's a a Playboy Right, it kind
1: of feels like a Playboy-esque movie, but it's the times. It's the times.
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: Yeah, it was like the sexy 70s or 60s, you know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck. But it, it's just basic. <laughs> I didn't live there, so I don't know. <laughs> but I kind of have an idea because I've I've seen a lot of movies from right. different eras and stuff. But, yeah, this, the, the old Dracula movie is just kind of like a silly comedy about Dracula in modern times. And uh, we'll get into more of that later, but I just want to give you an idea. But yeah, these two movies... <laughs> They, uh, yeah, they're interesting uh, movies. Christina was a little shocked.
0: I don't want to talk about them. (laughs) She really doesn't. I'm not looking forward to this episode.
1: Yeah, that's okay though. But we're gonna do it we're because We're gonna do it. We're cause... not gonna it's not about like you don't have to love everything that we talk about. It's oh, just it's I know just that. you know what I mean? It's all about we we're finding new movies, we're getting we're giving our opinions on these movies. But
0: this is a whole other level.
1: And we're also helping people who might stumble upon these movies if they don't like that kind of content or if they're not affected by it. Mm -hmm. You know, if it doesn't bother them. I will say that some movies have things in them that I don't agree with if it were to happen in real life, just like murder. (laughs) I wouldn't want to see murder in real life. But we watch horror movies to kind of escape that. Some other movies do things in it that are not
0: so... uh,
1: Yeah, I don't think they were ever popular.
0: (laughs) Gee, I wonder why. I mean, if they were,
1: (laughs) then it really is kind of weird. Um, Right. Uh, anyway, I don't want to allude to too much before we talk about these movies, but I just wanted to kind of go over that. There's been a lot of things going on over the past week. How have you been? What's going on with you?
0: I'm good. I went to the doctor. Yeah, and I gained 12 pounds. <laughs> I gained. Um,
1: got that COVID pounds. I got
0: the the quarantine weight on. Yeah, but it's okay. I'm working. I'm gonna get it off. I'll Everybody get it off is. By next month.
1: Everybody is. You know what I mean? Like it's. That's not
0: an. Ex- it's not an excuse. It's not an excuse.
1: Well, I'm just saying. Like everybody's having the problem that you are. And whether it's, I'm not saying they're excusing Oh, I know. I
0: just, my routine changed. So I started eating a lot of cheese.
1: (laughs) Not an excuse. (laughs) Not an excuse, Christina.
0: Exactly. So Whatever. I'll get, I'll get back to it. Whatever.
1: I mean, we're human. You know, like it's a stressful time. So you stress eat, period. That's what happens with people. Right. Especially when you're just like bored. Like, fuck. You got boredom, quarantine, stress. All of that stuck in the house with your fucking significant other, or sometimes even roommates, or just by yourself, even. That's even worse sometimes. You're
0: lucky I haven't killed you yet. Right. Well, we're we're doing pretty good. I mean, (laughs) we're okay.
1: Yeah. I don't think we've really gotten into anything more than we normally would, even when we. (laughs) Right, right.
0: Yeah.
1: It's, it's, you know,
0: whatever. I've been painting. Yeah, we've
1: been painting our house. Uh, Yeah, I started painting the house,
0: keeping myself busy. Yeah, we got our. Redoing everything in the house. So, like,
1: if you guys don't know, like, um, in our house, we have a lot of decorations and stuff, and we've been kind of trying to build it over time and stuff. And I love that Christina's finally bent to my will in some I didn't regard. bent
0: to your will. No, you,
1: you did in a way, though, no, because I didn't. you have absolutely hated the fact that I have VHS tapes. And now, what did you do?
0: I hate VHS tapes. I do. All they fucking do, they're sitting in a box and collecting dust. And I'm like, sell them, sell them. He won't fucking sell them. So uh, you know what I did? I I cleared out the hallway and I put up shelves so we could put the fucking V the stupid ass VHS tapes that we never watch up on the wall on display.
1: And I've never been it, more attracted to her instead in of my it entire life. In a
0: fucking box, <laughs> like it pisses me off. Well, you need to put your fucking you need to f- put I already put the shelves up. You need to put your fucking tapes up there. The bad Thing is, is it only
1: holds like fifty four uh, movies on How the shelf. How many do you have? Like hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to get some more for the rest of the house? Some of
0: those, or? no, some of those VHS. You don't. Yeah, mean, we're we're being them.
1: selective over ones, which ones we pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you're okay with the white walls, though, right? I'm telling you, like I. I didn't know about the white walls until I started like Pinteresting shit and I'm everything in the house is going to be white and black because I didn't want to do everything black yeah, but I had to have this much. room
1: special. This yeah. is a special well, room. Just
0: get red that's fine that's where all the magic happens. I'll probably do wallpaper in the bedroom.
1: Yeah, wow. I know you guys could give two shits about it, but it it feels nice when you have a house of horror, which I feel like, you know. You really do. It's really kind of coming together. It's kind of feeling, like, nice. It's, it's like my studio is crafted so that I have, like, all my favorite movies around me. And, like, you know, I've got, like, a picture of the gates of hell, dawn of the dead, evil dead, and, like, little pictures and stuff, plus all my movies. It's just, it's like a room of love. <laughs> I got a, a, the free zombie poster that uh, fucking Nick gave me. The one of the listeners who happens to live here and I actually know gave me the Zombie Three poster, which was fucking awesome. So
0: it's, oh, cool! It's coming together. Can we just talk about the house for the rest of the podcast? Yeah, no, we no, don't need no. To talk This is not what movies. we do
1: here, Christina. No.
0: <laughs> Are you sure? Because we could totally make it a home this decor. This is not Instagram,
1: cast. okay? It is not Instagram. <laughs> We're talking about horror. <laughs> Anyway, guys. uh, So, yeah, that's what we're been up to because we don't really get to go out and do much. So if you were looking for some sort of fantastic fucking voyage, we're in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. But I think it might be that time. What
0: time is it? Horse shots.
1: All right, guys. So we picked one of the movies, one of these problematic movies to do Bravo a shot around. Uh, so we decided to do one for gutter balls. And this shot is called the BBK split. So you may be wondering, first of all, what is BBK? And two, what is the BBK split? And what is in it? Well, the BBK is the bowling bag killer in Gutter Balls because it's a slasher film about a guy wearing a bowling bag on his head and killing people with bowling utensils. (laughs) (laughs) Paraphernalia, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) So we thought it'd be funny to kind of make a joke about the shot and what kind of shot you would take. So a split, BBK split. So what's in a BBK split and how do you take it? Well, it's pretty simple. In one shot, you pour one Half an ounce of Malibu rum, and then the other half you pour ninety nine root beer in the other half. So it's kind of like a root beer float ish. I hope so. What kind of tasting had, thing?
0: Never had this before.
1: And then in the other, you're gonna make two shots, and in the other shot, you're gonna pick up the spare shot. Get it? Huh. Split. Ah. Uh, fully so it's a double different. shot, pretty much. So you pour a shot of. Spice rum, your preference, We used Admiral Nelson's, because it's cheap and disgusting. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, ideally, I was thinking, like, God, if we had a bowling ball, we could do a shot out of the bowling ball hole.
0: That's disgusting.
1: I know, but if it would be a new bowling ball, it wouldn't be so bad. I was, like, looking up ways to do bowling ball shots, and one of them was, like, some sports article where these guys would do, like, this Uh pregame where they would do shots out of a fucking bowling ball, and they were told in 2010 not to be able to do that anymore and he was like man i really just don't like how the world's changed <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like holy <laughs> shit 2010 man
0: yeah when you could take shots at a bowling yeah pool. i know that I, was a big deal uh, well
1: they, you know it was because it was like they're pro sports team guys and they weren't right. supposed to be doing it was some football thing i don't know why but yeah oh. we're gonna take these shots now so first you start with the root beer and uh malibu, malibu. ready cheers, cheers.
0: Strong. Oh,
1: strong, and then you chase it. You pick up your split. It's actually tastes kind of like a root beer float. It's yeah. yeah, ninety nine it bananas or ninety nine is ninety nine proof baby. That's that's why <laughs> it's so strong. Oh, <laughs> that's like twice the like, amount of vodka.
0: <laughs> that was way strong.
1: You ready? And then a little
0: you It's <laughs> <laughs> already hitting him. It's in them. We, we need it for this episode, though. Yeah, we, we really strong well. alcohol. Yeah.
1: Here's the fucking going down the hole. Ugh. Yeah, Admiral's Nelson. I don't know who he was, but I'm glad he got... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Is it bad? Ugh. Oh, that ain't no Captain Morgan. <laughs> I don't even like rum that much anymore. I used to drink it. It's just like you get tired of it after right. fucking so much. Anyway, guys, if you would like to take a BBK split, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots section. Now, that's it for horror shots. All right, guys. Time to get into these problematic horror comedies. <laughs> Uh, With Gutterballs from 2008
0: and Old Dracula from 1974.
1: We're going to go ahead and do that right now. This is the interesting thing. Normally, we go in chronological order. By year. By year. We also usually try to pair these movies together that'll like kind of make sense, and they kind of oddly did make sense this time around, but we weren't intending them to make sense. We were just doing two random ones that were sent to us to review, thanks to MVD Entertainment and Vinegar Syndrome. But we found the problematic <laughs> horror comedy element was the same, like not the same problematic element. But the fact that there was problematic things in these films. But we're going to switch it up today. We're going to do Gutterballs first, which came out in 2008 first. And then we're going to do Old Dracula 1974 afterwards. There's timestamps down below for our non-spoiler, spoiler spoiler section, trivia, all of that shit for each one of these things. So if you ever want to skip and not hear any spoilers about any of these movies, feel free to go down to our timestamps and then fast forward to that section. So first up, we got Gutter Balls.
0: A bowling night will turn into a bloody death march for a team of teenagers as a deranged serial killer is taking them down one by one. Like pins. <laughs> the tagline. Why wouldn't they
1: say something like that in the in I the know thing. they totally should have. Like pins like, in a, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, in a
0: bowling alley. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, tagline for this movie, I warned you not to bowl tonight. No sense. Terrible. That no sense. Written and directed by Ryan Nicholson, no. mostly known as a special effects artist on films such as Elf, Scary Movie 3, The Predator, Deadpool 2, and he has 138 make- makeup credits.
1: Didn't he recently pass away as well?
0: Yes. I was going to say he also directed a film called Dead New Girls. Makes sense, and he also directed Gutterballs Two Balls Deep. He did die of brain cancer it, last year in 2019, yeah. so it's been like almost a year since he's passed away. A uh, Gutterball stars alistair Gamble, who plays Steve. Mm-hmm. He was in a film called Hardwired from 2009 and Mind's Eye from 2013. Mahola turzik who plays Sarah. Uh, She was in a movie called The Entrance and Sanctuary. She is a German actress. Nathan Witt, who plays Jamie. He is actually a regular on the series Batwoman and the the new Charmed uh, TV show. Also starring Wade Gibb, who plays Joey. He was in a movie called Double Barrel, Taming Tammy. And he's in an upcoming movie called Cannibal Lipstick. (laughs) Interesting. Candace Lewald, who plays Lisa uh she was in this and a film called hangar from 2009 which is also one of
1: his films yeah
0: oh is it oh okay see um this film had a budget of two hundred and fifty thousand hmm. dollars. and i am dying to hear your thoughts about this movie alex
1: <laughs> well we kind of discussed some of it because like when it was happening in the movie you were fucking done <laughs> you were done yeah So first up, we watched the regular version of this film, I think, because upon looking into the extras, there's an extended pin, pin as a bowling ball pin, pin artration cut
0: are you fucking serious? I'm
1: not joking. But this sure didn't feel cut to me in the nope. sense of it because it goes pretty far. Maybe it had like an extended sex scenes or something like that. I don't know. Just letting you guys know ahead of time because I didn't realize that there was two different cuts on this film. It just said play movie and I hit it.
0: <laughs> I'm so glad you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I
1: who knows what it was? You're assuming that it was in the worst part. You don't know that. Right. I didn't check.
0: Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So I'm just being clear
1: for other people right. who have seen it. Right. But man, this movie, for the most part, I actually kind of enjoyed it. It's it's insanely graphic, borderline pornographic, <laughs> full on dicks, vagina. I mean, fuck off with the tits. I mean, that's just nothing compared to the dicks and vaginas. You know what I mean? This this movie also has quite the selection of vocabulary too, and it probably has the highest count of the word "fuck" used in a movie to date, including all of our podcasts. <laughs> fuck combined. Yeah. Speaking of which, this movie does not give a fuck about any consideration of someone's feelings or thoughts in this movie. It really fucking goes for it. Intentionally pushing the boundaries because their plot digger films company was all about that. Sort of a love letter to the raunchy horror movies of the past and also slashers and a test to see just how far they can actually go. Now, look, guys, I'm not easily offended by stuff. If it's not real, then it doesn't bother me so much. Real animal death kind of bothers me. Real other stuff will definitely bother me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like that kind of stuff, but I do have to give it some credit. It's not real, even if it's not something I want to see or enjoy watching. So that going forward, this movie does have a 10 or 15 minute rape scene in it that is pretty graphic for the most part, especially for these days. They probably get a lot of shit for it if this movie was made this year. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, totally.
1: I mean, even for me, it seemed pretty fucking mean-spirited and just kind of goes on for like a very, very long time intentionally. I don't think it needed to be this long, honestly, but it will trigger a lot of people and it is a bit much to take at the start of the film. Like, it's pretty much within the first 10 minutes of the film It's that it, this right. happens. However, the gore is pretty fucking refreshing to see in a movie, let alone a slasher movie from, you know, in the 2000s. Because, you know, slashers aren't exactly huge anymore. And it's actually really good gore, too. Like, he knows what he's doing. Sometimes it's a bit much, you know, with some of the scenes that they do. Like, there's a slicing the penis scene that's uh, pretty gross. But most of it is over-the-top stuff, you know. Maybe you would see in a trauma film, which I feel like, You know, we don't see that much of these days. You know, there are independent films that are still doing it, but it is kind of it was kind of refreshing to see that in a movie. I'd say this movie entirely revolves around those scenes. So this Mm -hmm. is what this movie is about. Plus, the dialogue in this movie is pretty fucking horrendous and over the top. But sometimes it's funny you know in right. some regards one of the main douche lords uh can't say a full sentence without saying the word fuck but <laughs> his death is probably one of the funniest because of it mm-hmm. <laughs> like the way that he's yelling at the bbk <laughs> cracked right. me the fuck up <laughs> yeah hey who, who the fu- are you the one that fucking killed my fucking
0: friend you fucking asshole you fucking <laughs> cocksucker <laughs> <laughs> you did a good impression right there. Yeah, that was exactly like, how it was. Well, you got to
1: do it like in a in a Canadian accent oh. because this is all. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it is Canada. Right. I'm pretty sure it is because I did right. look it up when we were watching the movie. You did because I was like these accents, man. also kind of catch that the audio kept going in and out because they had too much noise in the background.
0: Uh So when they were
1: condensing the spots, like, so that when people were talking, you could hear the noise coming in and out. And that was kind of bothersome mentally
0: did you notice how grainy the film was too yeah
1: it did seem kind of
0: for 2008 i think I was it was like,
1: like stretched out like i think it was like a dvd do you quality think
0: they, oh do you think they did it on purpose
1: i don't know maybe okay. he he definitely is a fan of the 80s so mm. which i did laugh at this movie quite a bit even Stina did later on after being initially shocked by the intro um But I think it really makes the movie a hard pill to swallow with that intro, so I don't blame anybody for not really sticking around. I know it's not real, but even I was like, this is really fucking long. But it's still funny. Like, if you stick around, the characters do get kind of silly and over the top. There's a lot of nudity scenes, a lot of sexual deaths and things like that. But there are also regular deaths, too, on, you know, a very low-budget, with bad acting Mm -hmm. and a lot of it is intentionally done that way too like very over the top I've seen a lot of fucked up films so maybe I'm just a little bit more desensitized to this stuff Mm -hmm. and have seen worse honestly I've seen worse like like Irreversible which has got a really 10-15 minute long very realistic rape scene like probably one of the more realistic rape scenes i've ever seen in a movie and that movie's a hard watch to begin with like even the fucking fire extinguisher kill in that movie is it's a tough sit
0: i haven't even heard of that
1: it looks real dude like that is that's kind of the bad thing so this one in, in in you know in defense of it i guess i don't know uh, it isn't as bad as that, at least. So if you've seen Irreversible, then you you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into what we think maybe they might, what they could have done to probably alleviate some of that fucking disgusting bit in the beginning. and 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 they could have made up for it in this movie and didn't, maybe. But these are just our personal opinions anyway. So, you know, I don't know everybody has a different opinion on these types of things and that's fine. Personally, I think the gore in this movie is awesome. I thought it was really good. If I were just to score the movie on how well they did the gore, it would be like a seven on the gore Mm -hmm. maybe even more. Uh, It's pretty decent stuff, even though it's schlocky and fun It reminds me very much of the eighties. But, I don't really know what to fucking rate this movie because the intro scene was a bit much. But right. if that gives you guys kind of any answer as to what kind of movie this is and if you'd like to see it, I mean, I, I know people will like this movie and mm-hmm. I've heard people talk good and bad about it. So it's really hard to say. Like, honestly, it, with, with that scene in there, it just seemed too much for me. Right. Like, they literally could have made that scene like two minutes long or three minutes long. Yeah. But, but then again, you think about movies like... You know, that have had scenes like that in the 70s, like, you know, I spit on your grave or last house on the left, things like that, that are really fucking kind of like crazy. And this guy obviously, you know, has an interest in movies from that era, you know, movies like Maniac, the cover of the original Gutterballs looks like a picture from Maniac. Oh. So, like, that's, I think, what they used to pitch the movie in the mm-hmm. Kickstarter or whatever they were trying to raise money for it. Oh, okay. So, but what do you think, Christina? Like, what are your thoughts on it?
0: <laughs> are you sure you want to hear this?
1: I mean, honestly, yeah. It'd be just, no. you know...
0: I'm triggered. Okay. I'm triggered. I did not like the prolonged rape scene. Okay. I think it just, and it's like you said, it just ruined every the whole movie for me. It ruined okay. The whole, and it did have good gore. It did have good special effects.
1: And it was funny sometimes.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And I appreciate them showing penis. It has a good penis to vagina Booby ratio to it and i do appreciate a good cutting off the dick scene
1: right and i have trivia on all those things that you're talking about so the rape the the dicks the penises the nudity he talks about that in the extras
0: oh okay well i'm excited but again that rape scene ruins it for me and then you know the storyline was okay that like you said the twist at the end was unexpected i wasn't expecting that but i don't like how they lumped all the deaths in together and I feel like if they would have actually made the the death of like the revenge death which should have been the revenge kill the same amount of time as the rape so you're
1: saying that if they would have spent more time raping the guys for raping the girl it would have covered it up a little bit more
0: I think so yeah okay I mean I think that's totally fair because that rape scene was I mean, it wasn't just. They it was do have very... a scene
1: in there where it's kind of like the reverse, but it's like uh, yeah. thirty seconds long,
0: exactly. And that's I really was like about.
1: expecting them to go, "Well, here's your your punishment, right? Now I'm going to fuck you for twenty minutes, right? You know, exactly. yeah." And so I agree. Happened. I mean, I was going to save that for the trivia, but that's okay. I'm glad that you said it because that's you know that's okay. how I felt.
0: Okay, it, yeah, the rape scene was very vulgar too. But anyway, the dialogue and the acting was not that great either and like even the cost the costume design i I even mentioned it i was like it looks like they went to spirit halloween and they picked out these people's clothes well you gotta
1: remember they only had a little bit of a budget you know and they had to make some of these things and some of that stuff you can't even find anymore right like they were talking about the the girl who did it uh something gray she found like that tube sock top the the leopard print one that the Uh girl was wearing in a bargain bin by accident
0: oh wow that's funny you
1: know so they were trying to shoot for the 80s but Mm
0: -hmm. but i the only thing i thought that was good about the movie was the gore and the special effects right and literally i gave it a two out of ten just because it only got a two because of the gore. i would give it
1: like a four you know as far as that that scene but if it was if if it didn't have that long of a scene and it did a little bit better right I, i don't personally like that scene if it was not in it probably would have made this movie go up a little bit more in score. You know, right. it would be like a six, 6.5 because of the gore and everything like that. But yeah, I'm sure some people just don't give a shit. It doesn't bother them. It's not real. It doesn't bother them. You know what I mean? I don't think it necessarily means that the person who made it is a rapist. I don't think that they support rape necessarily. Is it distasteful? 100%. Right. But I don't I don't think that that means it's it's a breadcrumb trail to some sort of discouraging bad person, because if that were true, then that would mean that every person that was killed in a movie means that every person who made a movie about being killed means that they're all murderers and they're out to kill people. Right. Do you know what I mean? So while I don't like watching that shit necessarily, killing people in a movie doesn't bother me nearly as much. Dog scenes, you know. Right. Those are big ones for you. You hate yes, that. I
0: hate that, even if they're fake.
1: <laughs> even uh, one of our writers wrote a piece about that. So, I don't know. It is It is what it is. It's, and it's an okay movie for an independent film. It's actually pretty damn good, considering uh, it is a 2008 film. And during the 2000 to 2010, there was a lot of weird, uh, edgy stuff coming out, like trying to push the boundaries. Mm-hmm. So, um, you're going to find a lot of humor like that. Back in those days that really tried to like get recognized through that, you know, trauma even made a kind of a history on fucking trying to offend people and do stupid shit. But it was too silly for anybody to take seriously. Mm -hmm. But they did some pretty fucked up shit back in the day, back in the 80s as well. So, right. But uh, yeah. So you you said two, four. So about a three. From both of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird to score this one, guys. Like, I really... It is weird for me. <laughs> right. But what do you guys think? I mean, do you enjoy this kind of movie? Does it bother you when you see this kind of stuff in it? I really like to know what you guys think because, you know, I'm a little bit more desensitized, I think, to stuff because I've come from a area where I saw, like, anything goes. We used to watch Faces of Death and shit like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Um, not that I enjoyed it necessarily, but I de- I definitely appreciated Life Therefore After uh, <laughs> because I was like, man, I got it good. I'm not dead.
0: <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, I would love to hear what you guys think about Gutterballs in the comments section down below. We're going to go into some of the parts of the movie and some of the trivia that I found on it now. And if you guys would like to pick up a copy for yourself, you can go to the MVD Entertainment Group link down below or you can rent it up online on Amazon, which... I think it was $1.99, I'm pretty sure. So check it out if you'd like. So if you don't want anything spoiled, go down to the timestamps, skip to the next movie, Old Dracula from 1974, and see what we think about that. But here's your warning. All right. So this movie was apparently shot in three weeks at night, every single night till it opened back up. So when they shot at the bowling alley, they had to be done and cleaned up 100% by the time the doors open in the morning. So they were working oh. all night for three, three, three weeks.
0: And that's like how the movie took place too, was after hours. Right. Like, oh, that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. I mean, you do what you got to do. Right. This was also plot digger film's Second feature after their first one, which was live feed. It was written. This one was actually written before that live feed movie was done. And they decided to go with that one first started off because of the budgetary restraints. So they figured, well, let's just do that one second. We'll be more prepared for gutter balls. Oh. So the director is obviously a fan of slashers. As I mentioned before, he said uh, he was a big fan of Bloody Valentine, Maniac, which he did the cover of that looked almost identical, Terror Train and more. Uh, He did talk about the lengthy rape scene Uh, He said it was the catalyst for the movie to go to the extreme gory lengths that it did. He said that he didn't enjoy shooting it or get his jollies off on it. In fact, it was a very difficult scene for him to shoot and didn't want to do it as many times as they had to do it. But he felt it was very important for the film and to make the audience react with disgust and be appalled, which he thinks it did very well in spades.
0: Yes, it did. Yeah.
1: (laughs) He also said that's what plot digger films are known for is being extreme.
0: Extreme!
1: (laughs) He uh, intentionally wanted people to be shocked and disgusted, but it was shot two nights, so they did it twice. Uh. The first time, he said, it was really difficult for everyone, including himself, because... Everybody was nervous. Like he said, there was no, (laughs) you know, what do they call it? Sympatico fucking, you know, feng shui, whatever you want to call it. Uh, And they had to amp it up the second night and it worked out the second night better. Uh, Even the the actors were like really weirded out by it. But a lot of the actors, they knew what they were getting themselves into when they were starting up this movie. He was very clear about everything. Mm hmm. The director also talked about the nudity in the film, and he said he just doesn't mind it. It doesn't bother him. He's like, if we're going to show people, like... Kind of nude. We might as well just show him in their natural state. Oh, all of it. Yeah, he's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not going to pussyfoot around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, like, I know. Oh god. He's like, it's just another another piece of what plot digger films wanted to be. Is just the the extreme thing that you couldn't see. Which again, you know, if you got to stand out in a crowd of a bunch of different films being made, sometimes people go that route in order to fucking stick out. And mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of fucking, you know shot on video sov films that have gone way further you know with their stuff Mm -hmm. like the violent shit movies way worse in my opinion um also the movies he didn't say when the movie took place like remember we kept saying we weren't sure when it took place but their outfits kind of like suggested 80s
0: yeah but the cars were like 2008 cars
1: (laughs) right yeah so like they made the attire to match it And he said that he loved the 80s. He wanted the characters to look like 80s characters Mm -hmm. that had been warped into a futuristic bowling alley.
0: But that Bowling Alley was kind of 80s to me.
1: Well, it had been around for a while, but there was a lot of updated stuff that they didn't have. Oh, okay. So, uh, also the producer in the making said that he wanted to make a silly movie because 80s was a simpler time compared to 2007 and 2008 when they recorded that segment. Mm -hmm. So they wanted to have fun, even if the movie didn't reflect that in some of its content, which is interesting when you compare it to now, because he was talking about war, at that time.
0: Oh, because Iraq. And t- yeah, 2007, and... 2008. Right.
1: And like how that affected everything, plus the the economy had tanked.
0: <gasps> That's right, it did.
1: So he was like, they were just trying to make a film that was kind of like ridiculous. Right. In order to, you know, he, he, he thought of it that way anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's pretty much it for the uh, extras and the trivia on this, huh, by the way. So we're just going to go over some of the the some of the main kills that we liked in this movie in particular that we liked uh, that oh, okay. were really funny. Do you want to pick one first? No,
0: you go first because I, I, I'm kind of out of order. Okay. So I'll just kind of go off of you.
1: Well, I, one of my favorite kills is obviously the, the douche bro, Steve, who is on his crutches because he got a bowling ball dropped on his foot. He's looking <laughs> for his buddy joey who went back to fix the pins that were not set properly because it kept going up and down you Mm -hmm. see him his buddy joey hunched over with his head in the fucking bowling pin spinner and
0: that was cool his head's missing and he's like you cocksucker what the fuck are you the one that fucking cut off my friend's head (laughs) i guess the scene right after that yeah his head pops up in the uh ball retractor
1: yes. yes 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 that, was... the, that Joey guy's head yes right. but the Steve guy he gets fucked in the ass with a sharpened pin mm-hmm. so the big part of the pin is shaved down to a point Mm-hmm. and then shoved into his ass multiple times, not nearly as long as I thought it was going to be for. <laughs> I thought it would have been funny if they would have made his face like, like he enjoyed it for a second and then die and then started bleeding. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like yeah,
0: that would have been better. Because he's
1: such a douche-noz and he's yeah. like, not just a douche, he's like a fucking extremely fucked up person. He, like very. Throughout the movie, he gets worse. Like,
0: yeah.
1: But like, then he just gets his face bashed in with one of the other pins, a regular mm-hmm. pin. And just over and over and over and over and over again. And that
0: that was a good special effect.
1: It made me laugh. (laughs) Some of these kills are just gross. So
0: there's a trans person.
1: Transvestite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And uh, she goes for now
1: because Sam wanted to be a woman. Right. And was waiting to get the sex change
0: in transition. Yeah. And she was in the bathroom. And this is how she gets killed, is the killer comes in. And I, And this is the scene where the penis gets cut off. And we thought it was a real penis.
1: It looked real. It
0: looked real. It
1: looked really real. And I, I found out that all the penis... Stuff mm-hmm. obviously wasn't real. Well,
0: obviously, all of it, even the sex it, stuff. It was really. It was re- yeah. Even the some of the sex scenes were like, oh my god, is that a real penis? Yeah, it looked I don't like understand. it. Like that is good. But That's it, yeah, he a cuts open penis.
1: the 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 BBK killer opens up the pants. Uh-huh. Just cuts them open and pulls out the dick, which it looked real.
0: It really did.
1: And then cuts it, splices it down the middle like a fucking hot dog.
0: And it gets like the camera gets right up in there oh too. My God. It was a really a, like cringy scene. That's
1: a rough sit for a guy. <laughs> for a girl, they love that shit.
0: I'm all for But you know what? I don't I don't mind
1: I don't mind seeing that. You know well, what I mean?
0: I mean it is kind of disheartening it being a transgendered person I don't think it was it wasn't
1: done well yeah
0: you know what I mean like them intentionally cutting off the penis I would have rather it just been like a guy like Steve the douchebag I would have rather it been him but
1: but at least it was inclusive right
0: yes it was inclusive
1: (laughs) I'm just saying like regardless of what it is right the other one that I think of is the another bathroom scene was the death by 69 oh yes (laughs) she's sucking on his dick and he's fucking mowing down on her at 69ing and he steps on both of their heads
0: (laughs) so they suffocate so
1: they choke out on each other's bits
0: and they even he even made them like turn all gray like right. they, they all of a sudden started decaying. I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, they're not decaying. They don't, they don't decay that fast, but I know they were just trying to make it. Oh, they suffocated. So yeah. That special effect was funny.
1: You could see the dick in her mouth, but right. it wasn't real. Like I saw it in the extras. Uh, they like propped it up next to a body.
0: Oh, Did they really? Like they, they
1: put the dick in the shot just to be funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Well, that's kind of good to know because we were questioning it. Yeah,
1: I thought it was, was like, like real. I was God, like, this
0: is like straight up porno. Well, it's bro. not like
1: fucking Antichrist where the dude's actually penetrating.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: it's not him. It's two different movie. actors having sex, but Jesus. you see the dick going in.
0: So towards the end, when we figure out the the dad is the killer, pretty much. Um, I like that. That scene was like really quick and he gets stabbed in the neck. Doesn't she stab him in the neck? Oh, remember?
1: <laughs> wait, wait—the dad gets stabbed.
0: Yeah. Oh, go gets- ahead.
1: I there was one that I was going to mention that was similar, but around oh, that time.
0: That's, yeah, that's pretty much it. But what happened before you that?
1: You, you thought that one? Okay. Well, I mean, obviously, I have two. Can I just do two, yeah. just to explain? Because I have. Please. So before that, there was the Waxomatic.
0: Oh my god, I scene. totally forgot. Why didn't I write that one down?
1: Yeah, one of the douche bros goes to wax his ball, and in the talking Waxomatic machine, who's making fun of him pretty much the entire time. Mm-hmm. He's like, "What are you supposed to be a cop?" Because he's wearing the cop shades. Mm-hmm. He's like, "And hey, go fuck yourself and shit like this," <laughs> and it, it ruins his ball. And he has a like an argument with the bowling alley. But then there's another douche bro that comes back gets his face pushed into there (laughs) into the hot wax (laughs) into the hot wax but there was also you could see there was like a screw or something in it
0: yeah it had several screws on the bottom where it scratched up the bowling ball
1: right yeah and uh, so you see his face go in it and he's like grinding his face down to it's like (laughs) a hollowed out head (laughs) and it's like kind of funny like I mean I don't know I just like that kill in particular
0: good special effects
1: yeah you realize, obviously, that there's more than one BBK around this time. like 100%. Because there's three, technically. Mm-hmm. Um, But I thought there was only two because I saw a scene where one of them was looking from the outside and one was looking from the inside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how can that happen? And then I was like, oh, there's several. It's the scream thing. Mm-hmm. You know, but there was three BBKs. Uh, And the ridiculousness of that, by the way, is just so astoundingly unbelievable. So you got the the girl who got raped. She's the BBK killer. And then her father, who's the BBK killer. That makes sense. Like, that makes sense that they're back to revenge. It doesn't make sense that they're killing her friends.
0: Right. But we don't even realize that that's her father. Right. Until that moment. Right. Yeah.
1: And then they realize one of the fucking rapey boys is also helping the two BBKs, which is the daughter and father.
0: Because it was one of the rapey boys who didn't want... He was trying to stop the rape to yeah, begin Yeah, they with.
1: forced him but, to rape yeah, her. Right. Which is like, mm-hmm. unless it's a gunpoint, I would not have believed that.
0: <laughs> oh, did he rape her? Did he just yeah, he uh, did, he put did. the pin in her?
1: I think he did. Yeah, I don't, oh, okay. remember. I don't remember. I didn't. We weren't I, really I started, watching that much. Yeah,
0: I started zoning out about three minutes into the rape. I just yeah. zoned out.
1: You're like candy pops, lollipops, <laughs> anything, puppies. puppies,
0: puppies and kittens. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. Then, then it's ingrained in your head. So every time you think of puppies, now like you think of rape.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking that rape scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. <laughs>
1: But yeah, her dad is like, yeah, I needed him to do some killing for me. It's like, what? Oh. And then the Patrick guy who did some killing for him, he's like, he's like, you did well, son. He's like, you got a little stain on your collar there to Patrick. And he's like, where? And, and then he cuts <laughs> his throat real quick. I thought that was fucking funny, dude. I don't know why I really laughed at that scene because he just does it so quick. like he, And it looks like really brutal. Mm hmm. But then Jamie and the the friend of they like they, they kill the mom, the dad and the <clears throat> they they kill the dad by cutting his throat or stabbing him, mm-hmm. and then they shoot the 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 girl who was raped, <laughs> and then Jamie and the final girl walk out and she shoots him, but you don't see it. <laughs> it's really confusing. And like, I'm just like,
0: what? And they just walked out of there, like, nothing happened. No cops. Like, wouldn't they get blamed? <laughs> like, shouldn't someone be asking them questions? <laughs> like,
1: yeah. There was a lot of really cool kills in this one, though. Like,
0: yeah, there was. They did have that one that
1: was kind of a good one, but it didn't. I don't think it popped as good as they, it should have. As mm-hmm. when that one girl goes back in the back and gets her head slammed by two bowling <laughs> yeah. balls. She was kicking around, though, which I liked. I thought I always liked when, like, some head trauma happens, and then her body's kicked. Yeah, they like that's twitching. like that's like really kind of sadistic and like fucked up, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Like I don't know, because it's like oh my god, they're dead, but they're not, you know? Like
0: it's like when you cut the head off a chicken and it's still running around, right? I mean, but they're that definitely dead, with but humans—it's
1: nerves, but you know, just right. there's a thing in the back of your head that's like oh my god, I would hope I wasn't still alive, you
0: know? right? Right.
1: <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of really cool kills in this. Um, I really think that they. I don't know, you know. Say what you want to me, guys. Like, I, I totally respect if you don't mind this stuff. Just, I felt really overdone, like. And I don't really say that much about you don't. You know, like but most it was. movies, yeah. It was like normally I'm like, ah, oh, great, here we go, because I know that it's going to be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's some movies that do it better than others. Like, I don't think that you should just remove necessarily that stuff from movies a hundred percent. Uh, but there are better ways to do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you do it for 15 minutes, it kind of seems like a fantasy.
0: Yeah, and which it, there
1: are people out there that like that kind of fantasy, including women.
0: That's that's fine. Just why? What it didn't? It's not needed in yeah. something like this. It's not needed. And it ruins the film. It's
1: not my personal taste. Not yours, definitely. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, everybody gets scared by different things. I think, and it is terrifying and triggering for. I wouldn't watch horror movies if I had some sort of like slasher event where all my friends got killed at a bowling alley. You think I'd be watching fucking gutter balls?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> And if I did, I was, like, ready to become the gutter balls, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, I would just like to hear what you guys think about, like, scenes like that in a movie. Uh, what is tasteful? What isn't tasteful? Is, it, is no scene whatsoever tasteful? Is there, should there never be ever a rape scene in a movie ever again? Or do you think that it just needs to be done and handled a little bit better, more tactfully than you would find in other movies? I think that... You know, sometimes there is things that need to happen in movies in order to make people invested mentally or, or emotionally into a, a movie. Like we always talk about the John Wick effect and how, you know, when he kills the puppy, even though we don't see it, it's triggering and it makes you feel good about John Wick going out and indiscriminately shooting motherfuckers in the face, <laughs> like hundreds of them. I didn't think I would get offended by that in this in this movie, and I did sort of. So it kind of puts me in a weird position like where I've seen it in other movies like Death Wish 2. You know what I mean? That's a perfect example. Like it makes you, it's pretty rough, Uh
0: huh.
1: you know, and it's his daughter. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Did they show full on vagina though?
1: No, but they didn't. Yeah. I I, I can see where you're, that's a definite point for sure. Right. Like we had the discussion when Brittany was on about um, American Mary, how they did that scene differently. Right. Where they show it, but not show anything like breasts or anything like that. So, but you know, it's probably just, you know dumb guys not thinking about things you know because they've never experienced it kind of
0: yeah yeah you're probably right there
1: it seems to be the problem with everything these days right it's like well i haven't experienced it so it doesn't exist
0: right you know it's not a
1: problem <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway so yeah we got another movie that we're going to talk about that has a whole new world of problems in uh
0: oh thank god
1: <laughs> well one problem in particular Uh, but it is old Dracula from 1974. Now, of course, won't spoil anything here. This is just going to be our discussion about it beforehand. We'll give you full warning before we get into it. So you know what to expect. Old Dracula is also known as Vampira. Both would have been 1974. Vampira, Vampira, whatever you want to say. In order to revive his long hibernating bride, Vampira, Count Dracula takes blood samples From several beautiful models, but during the transfusion, Vampira's race turns from white to black. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, the horror. (laughs) No, I'm kidding.
1: (laughs) So this movie was directed by Clive Donner. He has done movies like Danger Man, The Guest. The Thief of Baghdad.
0: Are not these all movies from the 70s?
1: Uh, No. Oliver Twist was in 1982. Oh. Babes in Toyland TV movie from 1986. I
0: remember that movie. And
1: Charlemagne, the TV miniseries as well. Oh. This movie was written by Jeremy Lloyd, who has been an actor, actually, before... uh, He's done more acting than he has actually writing. He's been in movies all the way back to 1960, but he's written movies like the bawdy adventures of tom jones alo alo rowan and martin's laughing which he did which is why the next actress one of the actresses is in this movie is from laughing which i'll talk about here more so i'm sure that's probably why she got picked and he also did a tv series called here comes the queen and are you being served the tv movie
0: you got served
1: no are you being served I, know, I was just kidding. Some of the cast is David Niven, who is Count Dracula. His career goes all the way back to the 30s, by the way. He's seasoned, and this isn't his finest work, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> he did some of the Pink Panther movies, including The Pink Panther, Trail of the Pink Panther, Curse of the Pink Panther, Casino Royale, James uh, Bond oh. film, The Guns of Navarone, and many, many, many more. He died in 1983.
0: Oh, wow. It's kind of so, early. Well, yeah. I guess 74. was kind of old.
1: Also in this movie stars Teresa Graves. She plays Vampira, his bride. She only acted in 10 roles, technically. She actually got her start as a singer in the Doodletown Pipers and then appearing on The Laugh-In regularly. She was also in a movie called Black Eye and a TV show called Get Christy Love. Also stars Peter Bayliss, who is Mal Travers, the butler from movies like From Russia with Love. Merlin, the, the original Avengers TV show, by the way, there from the sixties.
0: There was a TV show?
1: Yeah, it's not those Avengers. It's called The Avengers. Oh. It was a British spy kind of like action TV show. Oh, okay. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, the TV movie, which was pretty fucking creepy, and plenty more. Also stars Jenny Linden, who plays Angela. She was in the original Avengers TV show for an episode as well. She played Barbara in Doctor Who and the Daleks. She was also in episodes of Thriller and Orson Welles' Great Mysteries and more. (laughs) Also stars Nikki Henson, who plays Mark. He went on to act for many years, and he passed away just recently here in 2019. Acted all the way up to 2018, actually. He was in Narcopolis, Syriana, Truth or Die, Blitz, The Seagull, The Secret of Seagull Island, and Seagull Island TV show, plus a movie called The Death Wheelers, and more. Linda Hayden is also in this movie. She plays Helga. She was in Taste, The Blood of Dracula, The Blood on Satan's Claw, Trauma, Queen Kong, and a movie called Stalker in 2010.
0: Lots of satanic movies.
1: <laughs> yes, she's a she's a satanist. I think. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, it released in the UK on October 10th of 1974, and it was distributed by Columbia Pictures, which is now Columbia Warner. Is that what it is? Something I don't like remember. That. It Keeps said changing. Columbia Warner, but I remember specifically it saying
0: Columbia, Columbia Pictures. Yeah, because I was like, oh, I haven't seen that in a while. I was
1: like, wow, that's a Pretty big name to have, you know, on your movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, what are your thoughts on this movie, Christina?
0: Ah, well, besides the ending, which I won't say, I'll let you say. I thought it was pretty good, except that ending. Yeah, but um, I. I liked, I, I kind of liked the concept of the whole transfusing the blood and changing race. Well, I,
1: yeah, that was weird. It was
0: weird, but it, it doesn't didn't make really any follow sense.
1: the. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. First, they had to find a specific type of B positive blood in order right. to transfuse her, but then they used the B positive blood, but she was black, so she's like, what?
0: Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> weird, but it was like, okay, and I loved that actress, Teresa Graves. She did such an awesome job, and I loved the cast. Especially the interiors of the beginning scenes, like in the castle right. and the rooms, and it was so my style and I forgot how much I loved seventies decor. Right. So it really was like
1: Seventies goth decor, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Um I even made you stop a couple times so I could take pictures of yeah. the rooms. <laughs> and it was... All the coffins were really cool. and They were like glass coffins with like red and black.
1: Very so, modernized 70s style. Yeah,
0: totally. And I liked the Barbarella
1: con- style fucking mm-hmm. like futuristic shit.
0: And I liked the concept of bringing in playmates from Playboy because that was a big thing in that time period. Right. It was a very party party. And for it to be PG was... Weird. Weird, because it showed titties.
1: Yeah, that and was, it was weird. Yeah,
0: I was like, "What?" But I thought it would be since I saw what Dracula was reading the Playboy. I was like, "Oh, this is going to be a very sexually charged." type of movie and it wasn't really. It's
1: it's it's uh it's got the sexuality to it but not
0: Well it has sexuality but it doesn't have like that like everyone's having sex and there's orgies everywhere and there's vampires <laughs> and blood and there's a blood orgy and there's a blood orgy going so on So Christina wanted a porno with this
1: one but not the other one. <laughs> no. Just
0: kidding. I didn't want it. I was just, that's what I was expecting (laughs) when I saw the whole Playboy thing being played into it. I thought that's what was going to happen, but that is not what we got. Right. And yeah, overall, I mean, it was okay. It was pretty good. I gave it a five out of 10.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: But except for that fucking ending, I mean...
1: Well, we can talk about it here in a little bit. I mean, basically, I'll get to it and explain it to you guys, but I enjoyed this movie all the way up into that point as well. The end was terrible for me, and it's definitely not a film for today, that's for sure.
0: Oh, totally not.
1: This is a problematic movie, comedy horror, that even for its time felt a little dated to those who saw it back then. Now, I'm not sure how intentional it was, but blackface is used in this movie. <laughs> Which pretty much cancels this one out for most people. Um, Now, we were a little concerned because I had heard about this movie having some problematic stuff in it. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't sure what it was. But, you know, just reading the title alone... (laughs) It's kind of like, uh what are you dancing around here?
0: Dracula, like what? Like, yeah,
1: you're kind of flapping your junk on the line here a little bit, you know. But the way that the woman reacted when she changed made me go, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because she was like, he was like, you've changed. And she was like, oh, my God, I look beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And I'm like, "Okay,
0: I love that. I was like, that's
1: that's a. That's cool, even though it's weird that they're dancing on the line there a little bit. But that is less problematic than I thought. (laughs) Until they use blackface, of course, which is pretty much where, yeah, the cancel out of this movie would probably begin for most people. But it's not until the very fucking end. Now, granted, this is a film from 1974, and not that it excuses things, but it should be said as a means to consider how things were accepted or not back then. And I don't think Blackface was ever really accepted. I did some research on it, by the way, just to see how it was in Britain and in, in the United States and when it ended uh, for it being acceptable and stuff like that. And yeah. I was surprised. Like, because I was shocked.
0: This movie was mostly in Britain. Yes. That's it's what, a British yeah, film. It's a British film. There's some yeah. Americans in there. And then it's mostly it's in London and, you know, Transylvania.
1: The movie is sort of a very dry comedy about Dracula looking for a blood type to bring his long lost love Vampira, back to life. When he finds the right blood, she's changed into a black woman, which the woman was fine with. But Dracula character, even though playful, was a little concerned about it. <laughs> now if you think about it like honestly Dracula's not necessarily a good guy <laughs> he put heads on sticks and uh, he kills
0: people he kills for people food. for their
1: blood so I mean not exactly a nice guy so I'm not really looking for his opinion but in this movie they make it kind of fun zany plot to find a cure for her ailment or pigment <laughs> it has some set designs and it is well designed for its time I think like Christina said David Niven actually plays Dracula pretty damn well, and he's charming like he's always been, even though it's kind of clear this movie is probably not the best pick for him. He does do the role well, though. And Teresa Graves is really a bright spot in this movie because she's she's very outspoken in this movie, uh, and she really kind of lives it up and hams it up a bit. And she's really pretty like she was. uh,
0: She's like Rihanna.
1: Yeah, she like I was like, wow, she's like really pretty, like like super pretty girl. Uh, she could have been like a model, and she was just a, she was a singer and a mm-hmm. and then became an actress for a little while, I guess. But but she did a really good job, I think, bouncing off of Niven very well. Very I thought well. they were really good together. Like their dynamic between each other was really good. Obviously, the acting is intentionally silly with that sort of straight face, kind of jokey, fun way. But the story is kind of where it goes off the rails. I enjoy the story somewhat as it's sort of cute, you know? Mm -hmm. It's cheeky. Yeah, it's it's cheeky. It's cheeky. (laughs) It's,
0: It's cheeky, cheesy humor.
1: That is, of course, up until the end. Before that, though, I thought it was funny and fun. I would say fun. It's not funny. Right. (laughs) There are some moments that are like, "Ah, yeah, that's a good one. But it's not exactly uproariously funny. You know what I mean? It's not meant to be either. It's PG. It has boobs in it, which we talked about. So things have changed for sure. (laughs) Unless there's a this is the uncut version of Vinegar Syndrome released. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's an uncut copy or anything from Vinegar Syndrome. But, hey, who knows? Back then, it's British. Who knows? Maybe they were more accepting of nudity over there than us. I don't know. Right. But for its time in 1974, apparently it was a modern take on Dracula in modern times and how he and his pals, you know, deal with current day life, which is kind of appealing in that whole sort of uh, what we do in the shadows way. Like, they were doing this back in 74, Mm -hmm. uh, which was kind of funny and cheeky, like you said. Even if this movie didn't have any problematic parts to it, it wouldn't even be wouldn't be any better than a five point five at best. I'd say that you makes know sense. it's 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 an easy it's easy to watch. Like if you're into older films, this is apparently a film that a lot of people grew up with that I don't remember, so it's new to me and it's probably a lost you know picture that might not be seen again. So. Who the fuck knows? It's kind of like a weird look back at a time where maybe they thought it was spitting in the face of racism by actually having a female black lead in it. Do you know what I mean? But ended up botching it for the future and ended up being racist anyway. Just like pure out of pure ignorance for its time. I don't know exactly. what, you, honestly, I don't know what to score it after that, other than the 5.5 for what I would, you know, right. would say it wouldn't be any higher than. I've seen old movies that I grew up with that had problematic parts in it, only to realize it didn't really age well after going back and watching it 20 <laughs> some years later.
0: Exactly. So
1: it's like, you know, it's an interesting time to that we live in now. And then as I'm getting older, seeing that aspect of it. I I guess it's up to you if you would watch it or not. I enjoyed it uh, moderately, despite its obvious missteps and flaws. Right. So take that for what you will. Now we do have some trivia on this movie, not very much. This was a uh, very very small information about this film because it's so old. Mm-hmm. And even in the interview that they did was only with the cinematographer in the Vinegar Syndrome uh, release, so Oh,
0: that's it. and
1: they did it during quarantine. Um so it was oh, like wow. in March when they did the interview. Wow. Yeah, so they had to do it via Yeah,
0: Skype or Yeah, so they Zoom. could Exactly, the exactly.
1: But if you are interested in uh, checking out this movie, you can also pick it up from Vinegar Syndrome. I'll put a link down below. They also have it on Prime Video. So if you want to check it out there, it's free. And then maybe you can see if you want to check it out before you pick it up from Vinegar Syndrome or something like that. If you're a 70s fan, maybe you know about this more than me. I would love to hear if you've seen this before, because this is the first time I've ever heard of it. So if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. You can skip over any of the parts down below by following the timestamps down below. So this movie was apparently shot in six weeks and four days, which is way different than when it was like, you know, like a month and a half, yeah, almost a month and two months. Uh, I also did some digging around about blackface because when we were watching it, I was like, hmm, like, was it popular in Britain for a while? Or did America have it longer? Was it even in Britain? Like, Mm -hmm. did we start that tradition? But I guess it was in 1830s. Um, that it started, but only America continued a tradition for a longer time than Britain. I guess they stopped it in like the 70s or something like that, 80s. Mm-hmm. And uh, America continued on to do it. Jerks. Even even that far America, back.
0: Of course America did. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> we're fucking we idiots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is offensive? Oh, I better do it more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like
1: part of the reason that they named this movie old Dracula was to cash in on the name recognition of young Frankenstein, which we were going to pair with this movie originally. I thought it would be kind of an unfair match because Young Frankenstein is like a classic. Yeah. You know, and I didn't know anything about Old Dracula, so...
0: I was wondering why they named it Old Dracula because Dracula has always been old, so I don't is, <laughs> I don't understand.
1: Young Frankenstein, yo, Old Dracula. That's okay. why I, I thought it was a, a perfect match, but I just it didn't... It would have been. I was like, what if it's, a, you know, because I already know Young Frankenstein is good, but they renamed Vampira as Old Dracula in uh, for North American release, so, these two films uh, were shown back-to-back as a double bill in many locations because it was out in the same year.
0: Oh, that's why. Now, isn't there another movie? Isn't there a vampire movie? I don't know. Or, or I'm just thinking There's of... a
1: vamp movie, but that's not...
0: Okay, I'm just thinking of the the character.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know 100%. I'm not very f- I'm not very familiar with older than 80s stuff. Like oh. that is my flaw. Like I know 50s, 60s and 70s moderately, but I am not this like, you know, right. that's a different time than me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I have older friends who are in their 60s and 70s who are, you know, like into that stuff like big time because mm-hmm. they grew up on a lot of that stuff. But for me, it's like 80s, early 70s, exactly. you know what I mean? So, but, um, so you're asking the wrong person, Christina. So but we can
0: you. still do some hag exploitation, right?
1: Yes, we can. Yes. So, uh, Tony Richmond was the cinematographer on this movie, and he shot this film as well as Don't Look Now, which is where he got his start, apparently, which is a movie that I need to watch with you because one of our writers, Athena, she actually is a huge fan and she wrote a huge piece about it. Uh-huh. It's got Donald Sutherland in it.
0: Oh, okay. Don't look now. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's about
1: a kid or something like that. Right. And I was thinking maybe we could pair it with like the Lucio Fulci film called Don't, Don't Torture a Duckling. So maybe we'll do that in the future. But he also did many other films like Legally Blonde and Ravenous as well. He's a British. He's a Australian guy actually. I think, and he got brought into the fold for bigger movies Mm -hmm. apparently he was talking about this is like a weird odd thing he was talking about the movie ravenous is supposed to be a comedy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know the one where i have no idea it's like where they eat people and get their power i don't know it's in the snow anyway i i didn't know that he (laughs) said that americans really missed out on the humor in that
0: and they didn't like
1: (laughs) it so it scored really poor oh But anyway, he also said Clive Donner, the director of this movie, was inspired by Hammer Dracula films, of course. Uh, Of course. Which makes a lot of sense because if you look at the set design and everything, it is Mm. just perfect like that Mm. and that is something that i do like is some of the hammer films because they're kind of like the 80s versions of those style films back then right you know they're the bastards the bastard movies that some people just like adore and i i would like to go down that route at some point i have seen plenty of them but i'm just saying right Uh, But that's pretty much it for the trivia. We do have some scenes and things that we'll talk about and kind of go through this movie uh, beat by beat. I wrote most of it down, but not a lot of, not all of it. Mm -hmm. So Dracula, and this is the future, well, of 1974. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) For Dracula, I'm saying. (laughs) But he's become a big deal in public now, sort of like he's, like I couldn't we really didn't understand what was going on in the very beginning.
0: I think I understood what was going on. It was more of like the castle and the allure of Romania and that the, right. the, the legend of it. Well that's
1: what I mean. It was oh. popular at yeah, this time. Yeah, at that
0: time. So they, they decided to open up the castle to have people come in and have this experience of being there with vampires and did da, da da. So he has the butler come in and the The butlers has another assistant. Her name's Helga. Hilda? Hilda. Uh, Helga. Is it Helga? Sorry. Excuse me. Helga. Well,
1: I knew what it meant. I knew what it meant, but I'm saying when the movie first started, both you and I. Oh, yeah. We had no idea. We were confused. But yeah, continue.
0: (laughs) so the butler has an assistant her name's Helga and, and she's
1: they, working for Dracula
0: right and they're trying to get the castle ready for she
1: doesn't know that he's a real vampire
0: oh yeah she doesn't know anything that she hasn't even met Dracula she's like she has no idea like he even exists right Right.
1: she's just dealing with the butler
0: so they're they supposed to be getting ready for these playmates to come over and have this experience in the castle right but Helga decides she wants to leave and go back to where does she want to go like somewhere else I don't know the beach or something um, instead of working there with them and the butler just cannot have that. He could not have that. So he locks her up and puts her in the basement. And then Dracula comes up, comes out and like sucks her blood. But he sucked it too much and made her into a, a vampire.
1: Right, which they have this really weird ritual where they kill her that they set her up in a coffin. He's like, here's your new bedroom in this <laughs> lab or whatever down in the basement that looks beautiful. Looks like all it's white gorgeous, walls. And a it's a like black huge. Prince. But yeah, like they put her in this casket and then they bring out a fucking crossbow. OK, it's hooked into something electronic. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is going on? So he aims at her, but to this light that's on the end of the, the back end of the fucking crossbow so that the light is pointing out the back of the fucking crossbow into another coffin with a heart design on the fuck inside the coffin directly across from her. Mm -hmm. So in order for him to see through the lens, I guess, because it's a mirror to shoot her in the heart.
0: It it seemed like the light was reflecting through the lens. Right. Right,
1: Like it was showing her, showing him that where to aim because he couldn't see her through the scope. Right. Right. I don't know what the point was of that.
0: I don't know. I thought it was cool. It looked cool. He wasn't
1: that far away from her. He could have just looked down the iron sights. <laughs> that's it, what I didn't understand. But it
0: looked cool, Alex. Yeah. So Hello, if, aesthetics. To make this clear
1: for you guys that don't know what the fuck we're talking about here, essentially, he's pointing the crossbow gun at her physically. But out the back is a light shining on a coffin that's in the same exact space directly across from her and behind Dracula. And so he's aiming at the heart part behind him in order to fucking shoot her in the heart because the reflection <laughs> is
0: in like them? a map. I don't
1: know. Really confusing, Weird. but it was interesting and it looked cool. Nonetheless, there's also a Dracula has an electric coffin, which is pretty swag, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like all black with a red velvet pattern coffin inlay. And uh, the entire movie's set design is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We soon realize that Dracula has turned his estate into an attraction where his butler and himself dress up as typical-looking Draculas and serve guest food and, and then hopefully get their blood by the end of the night when they go to sleep.
0: And they need to get this blood because they need a specific blood type right. to awaken Vampyra.
1: But he only wants hot, pretty young playmate models who are traveling apparently to this place because he only gets he only needs the finest blood you know so they take blood from all of the girls while they're sleeping that that stop by the castle and i'm like well first of all like wouldn't you have come across this situation before
0: right and to me wouldn't you want like virgin blood why would you want like playmate I don't know. But I would want well, they, virgin
1: blood. They explain why they're trying to resurrect his bride, by the way, because she died of...
0: She bit into a peasant who had anemia, and it put yeah, her into a coma. which killed her.
1: Yeah. yeah. But she can't die, but it put into a coma, yeah. And then they give her the right blood, and she turns black, like, a uh, problematic alert, but turns out she calls it beautiful but he's not happy about it though neither though she is she's like super into it
0: i, I loved when she woke up and all of a sudden she's like 1920s flapper yeah she flapper really girl. was she did she, a really goes good into job. The,
1: she goes into the room and starts playing like a record
0: and she like puts on her stockings and her her flapper and those hats those floppy hats right, that right yeah. wore.
1: she was really pretty though that's why <laughs> She made it work. I don't know. Uh, she did a good job. They decide to fly back to London after the playmates uh, leave to c- try to correct the change of the, the the pigment thing. And on the plane, there's this guy who talks to them and he says, the fir- this is your first time flying? He says to Dracula. <laughs> and Dracula said, no, of course not. I've flown a lot, just not by plane. Which, that was a
0: great cheeky joke. Like.
1: Stupid. The guy's like, what? Wait, wait. flown.
0: <laughs> what other it.
1: way did you fly? And then Vampira is sitting next to the guy, and she feasts on him when the lights go out or something. He, this is a weird conversation. I don't know if this is a real practice thing, but I forgot to look it up. But he talks about, like, getting blood transfusions from sheep to remain young, to stay young. Oh,
0: yeah. And then she
1: <laughs> bites his neck uh-huh and he dies and i then think
0: he went yeah because he went to the bathroom in the plane and then they got off the plane and then the flight attendant was started screaming so he was dead. right it would have been really cool if that guy came back to life in the bathroom and then like attacked that stewardess and like like ate her and then like blood started going all, all over the place but there was nobody around but then the pilot comes out of the cockpit and then the the stewardess like she turns into a vampire all of a sudden and then she attacks the pilot sorry yeah I, I'm, I'm starting a whole other movie
1: <laughs> jesus christ fucking out of control i don't think they would show blood though but wasn't there a scene where he's like ah, uh, let's cross our fingers and hope that we get it this time you know when they're doing the blood oh yeah and the- then he's like i'd really rather you not <laughs> like oh my
0: god oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they also have a scene where they get to go to the hotel and the butler pulls out a bag and it unfolds into a casket.
0: It was like a pop-up casket. I thought that was brilliant.
1: I was like, oh my God, in the 70s, they knew what they were doing.
0: They totally did because they actually sell those coffins now at the grocery store for Halloween because I've been meaning to get one, but I was like waiting for it to get a Is that it's what like, it is? Yeah, it's a pop-up coffin.
1: That's funny. Well, this was a it, like, double. Holds up. This was a double, s- double bed. Right,
0: a double coffin. A but double coffin, thing, which they zip them it.
1: up in, and they, I, I'm sure they couldn't breathe in very well. <laughs> right. But uh,
0: but do vampires breathe? They're dead.
1: I guess. I mean, they talk. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to talk if they didn't breathe. The only way I don't know. The only way sound comes out of our voice is by air flowing through our esophagus.
0: Okay. Well, zombies moan. They Don't breathe.
1: Yeah, when you talk you spit out air.
0: Yeah, I know that but Zom I'm ta- now I'm talking about zombies. Yeah. Because zombies moan and shit.
1: Well, zombies and they are don't real. Breathe.
0: Well, vampires aren't real either. So
1: then why are we talking? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway, there's this journalist, Mark, guy who's like traveling with these the band of playmates. And he's received a book from Vampira and Dracula. And she goes to pick him up, Vampira, and makes him wear blind glasses so he doesn't know where he's going to this castle that is in London.
0: Or they rented this house, wasn't it?
1: I don't know what it is, but he's he's shown a picture of Dracula from like an old book that's like from really old and he's like that is what real Dracula looks like and he's like but that looks like you he's like exactly and then he bites him on the neck right
0: <laughs> right and it's funny how that really old book looks like they just printed it
1: right but either way it was like <laughs> to kind of it was a funny little silly moment it
0: was it was funny
1: there was another moment right after that where they want him to collect the blood they, they basically put Mark under this spell to collect blood from the playmates by putting in these fake teeth or whatever and he seduces one of the girls, and then Dracula works through him and his body, even changes the journalist into Dracula at one point, which I'm like, I'm not familiar with these Dracula powers. (laughs) Me either. This is new to me.
0: (laughs) I didn't know you could just like transcend into another body.
1: I I would have assumed that they looked like Mark, even though he was inside of them. I wouldn't have assumed. I thought that's what they were trying to make. Right. But no, he physically looks like the old Dracula. Right. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, they get the blood from that guy and there was this moment where the butler says, which you thought was really funny and I did too, but uh where he's like, "Excuse me, sir. Did you ring a bell in my head?"
0: <laughs> I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Stupid. I and mean, it was so quick too. It's like you had to catch it like Well, that's the, the dry humor. Yeah, yeah. There's just no response
1: it. to it. It's just there. <laughs>
0: uh. I'm, sorry, I'm still laughing. It's so fucking funny. That's stupid.
1: <laughs> all right, that's not that funny, Christina. Jesus bell Christ! Of my
0: head. Did you read the bell? Of my... <laughs> okay. There's a
1: scene where Mark ties up his real girlfriend because he's like seducing all these playmates one by one under the power and duress of fucking Dracula and Vampira. And the code word in order to activate him because he's kind of like a sleeper agent is Vampira. Oh. And so when he hears that on the phone, like, he has to go and do whatever they tell him to do. But he kind of catches wind of, like, that that it's somehow connected to some word he said. He's like, I remember picking up the phone, and that's all I remember. So he, like, gets c- clever with it later on. When uh, But he seduces the second girl and bites her neck, and when Vampira appears, she's been taking a liking to Mark, apparently.
0: Much of a liking.
1: Yeah, like, he's laying in the bed with this naked girl. He doesn't even know why he's there. And Vampira shows up to fuck him,
0: <laughs>
1: and she throws the other girl on the floor. And that's when Dracula shows up, and he's not too fucking happy about it. What
0: the fuck are you doing here, Vampira? <laughs> what the fuck, you fucking whore?
1: <laughs> Jesus, Christina.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: but he takes Angela, who's tied up, and then he ties her up in the basement or something like that. They take that Angela girl, his girlfriend, right?
0: Yeah, he put doesn't he put her in like a laundry chute or something?
1: <laughs> Well, that was a dumb waiter earlier, but yeah. Oh, but yeah. they take her to the to place oh, where to he's the, at.
0: Oh, to the Dracula's basement. Right. Yeah.
1: But then Mark gets smart and doesn't listen to the words of Vampira, which I mentioned on the phone. He he like records it. Right. So he knows what it says, but doesn't hear it. And then waits a second so he can see the mm-hmm. the needle move, and he's like, yes. And then he finds out that it's Dracula telling him what to do, mm-hmm. so he goes to the place where he's supposed to, where this big party's happening.
0: Oh, big vampire party ball or whatever! Which totally would be like a what we do in the shadows party.
1: Yeah, but it was. Yeah, but that you got to be more specific. It's not that there's other vampires there. It's just a Dracula ball where regular people are oh, dressed up sorry. as as Dracula, right. while Dracula's there with his wife and. Mark's trying to save the third playmate Mm -hmm. from doing it, but she's like flaunting herself at him. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of dumb dancing and silliness in that one, of course, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So they finally get the blood from the girl, somehow, because Dracula bites her on the neck. He steals her away from Mark, and Mark gets taken away by Vampira. He finally gets the blood that he needs to transfer her back to her original pigment. (laughs) Because, you know, she can't survive without it, you know. Uh, But uh, so she goes back. They transfuse her. She doesn't change. And then all of a sudden she, Vampira, bites Dracula on the neck, turning him black. And you see the scene where he's holding up his hands and he's like, oh, my God, what's happened? What the hell? And it's actually a person of color's hands, not his own. Mm hmm painted or anything like that it's like they had the forethought to think about that oh we'll have a stand-in for that right but then mark's trying to track him down to catch dracula and accuse him of all this stuff and he turns around and there it is pure niven blackface (laughs) and i'm like really because i was like oh god please don't
0: yeah, I was. Please have that a too. stand in. Like, Please just be a voiceover. Anybody. Just yeah. voiceover. Some just other use a g- fake yeah. voice.
1: Use Niven's voice nope. over top. No. Nope.
0: Full on. It was horrible.
1: Yeah. It,
0: and it looked horrible. It looked horrible. It was bad. It was even. I don't even know what to say.
1: It was bad. It didn't even like, look. Yeah, it looked like silver makeup.
0: Yeah, it was like shiny.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. It was weird. So, but, uh, you know.
0: Ruined the whole movie.
1: Like I said, it is a pretty old movie. I'm not trying to say that it's right, it isn't. But, you know, it's pretty old. 70s is pretty fucking old. But you would think that they could have had the forethought to go, oh, maybe this isn't all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I haven't seen in years, though, that would probably have this kind of stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know that? I? Because there's so many times I'm like, oh, I love that movie. And then I go to watch it. And I'm like, holy shit. There's a lot that has changed in the years since this.
0: Well, you know, you get older and you realize.
1: Right yeah I don't know I mean it's it sucks because I was actually okay with this film like it wasn't that bad of a film until that part you right. know? <laughs> I'm
0: like ruined. god ruined so the first movie it was the beginning and this movie it was the end
1: yeah it's I mean it's I, I've read some reviews from people um, from you know everybody and a lot of people say you know I don't have a problem with this film for the reasons you think I do <laughs> <laughs> because I'm black, they said. One of them said. Uh-huh. She's so like, I just think it's kind of boring. <laughs> yeah,
0: I could see that. And
1: so, I mean, yeah, if you look at it, it without that scene in particular, I mean, it's not perfect for sure. No. So, but it is cute and cheeky 70s cheeky movie. It's
0: cheeky. And I really
1: do wish that we could go back to watch some 70s and 60s films. like Whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Hold on there, buddy. No, well, we
1: got yours. We know. We that. gotta
0: do some hag exportation.
1: We already know about that. First. You don't need to get into that. We'll definitely do that for your birthday though for sure.
0: Good.
1: <laughs> I I don't know how excited I am about it because you know I don't know very much about the older films, but well, good. I know we watched that whole fucking movie or whatever it was about it.
0: No, it was feud and we only watched two episodes. Right, that's what it was. Whatever it was. <laughs>
1: It was two hours. That's a pretty long time. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, But yeah. So what do you guys think though? Like what do you think of these kind of problematic movies and what are your thoughts about movies that have this kind of stuff in them. I mean, do you think rape should be in movies? Do you think uh, that they... I mean, I don't think they should personally put blackface in movies anymore, especially now that we've kind of evolved, obviously. Right. And I think it is a bad thing to put in movies. Uh, There are uh, examples of it that have gotten some sort of leeway and other better people will speak about that, like Tropic Thunder, um, things like that. Other people have talked about that and it keeps getting brought up every year. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting when movies have these things in them. I going back in time and watching all these 80s movies, even that we watch and mm-hmm. seeing all the like stuff that are in these movies that I'm like, oh, my God, that was so 80s. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm <laughs> like, man, if they can only see the future now, you know, <laughs> Like, uh, I don't know. Horror is kind of one of those things. I think that, you know, it's like we, we, we watch people get fucking beheaded. We watch people get their dicks cut off. We watch people getting, you know, fucking, uh, nailed to a wall, sliced up, jaws ripped off, like all of this crazy fucked up shit. And it's a form of entertainment. And, uh, and, and there's something wrong about that in some people's minds that we even watch that to begin with. Like my friend who accused me of being, uh, into rape because I watch horror movies in general, not a specific right. film, not any specific thing that I said, just that I watch horror movies. Right. That was his perception of me. <laughs> so I don't know. I think horror fans have it a little bit different when it comes to that kind of uh, controversial stuff mm-hmm. because I think that we have dealt with such controversial things. And a lot of the times, these movies, oftentimes, are movies about controversial subjects. In history, mm-hmm. and they do, you know, whatever it is to mask that concept, like, you know, to tell a, a story of, like, I don't know, like, here's an example Hills Have Eyes. I got out of an argument or debate about that with somebody that said that that movie was, uh, there was nothing of val- validity in that or any social commentary about it. And I'm like, uh, yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure that they were trying to talk about fucking 50s America and how everything was like perfect picture perfect. And behind the scenes, we were fucking doing some pretty fucking heinous shit. Uh And it wasn't as pretty as we thought it was. And then the hills have eyes is a direct result of all of that.
0: Oh. And it is like,
1: that is like the bastardization of all the things that we tried to cover up. Uh-huh. These these people are like living in this like frozen in time world right that is a stain in our history Uh uh-huh and it deals with a lot of social stuff right right, like that the american dream and you know what the american dream means and stuff so it's interesting you know Uh i don't know that having a 15 minute rape scene in a movie (laughs) is going to be any kind of hills have eyes moment but
0: (laughs) it's done (laughs) that's a thing (laughs) I don't
1: know what I'm trying to say guys I'm just trying to have an opinion here all right. but yeah I would love to hear what you guys think about that I'm definitely uh, it's kind of a weird subject to talk about you know because like everybody wants to like hang you in the fucking courtyard for fucking talking about or defending they think you're defending something necessarily and you aren't right there's just different degrees like I don't think it's tasteful necessarily
0: Mm -hmm.
1: But do I think that that person's a rapist? No, I don't personally. But do I think I would put it in a movie? No, nah, because I wouldn't want to deal with that fucking headache. Right. You know, and I don't think it needs to be in a film. Right. More importantly. Exactly. But there are people that do it. I've seen a lot of movies that have some fucked up shit in it. And it's a weird blurred gray line there when you've seen so many fucked up things. (laughs) You know what I mean? You don't know where you stand. <laughs> right. Like seriously. Right. Like have you seen what is some worst what is the worst fucked up shit you've seen?
0: I don't know, some faces of dust stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, how did you feel about that?
0: Well, I only watched it once.
1: Right. Yeah. But it's did gross. you? Th- that's some fucked up shit. When I was a kid, that was like yeah, some...
0: you watched it when you're a kid too. You don't fucking know, like
1: but yeah, because you're like pushing yourself to see the craziest yeah, thing, exactly.
0: Like, like what oh. else can
1: we see? Like I remember looking for some of the most depraved shit I could find. Mm-hmm. Like there was a phase there where I was like, oh my god, horror! Like let's see the most depraved thing. And sometimes I still do. You know, right. there's there's some movies that are out there that I've seen that are you know really extremely gory. It's like when they mix gore and sex. That always, sex for some reason is like a big, big tab- taboo thing mm-hmm. with gore. Right. So some people want to tackle it for that reason alone. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think of like everybody's big time scary movie, or not scary movie, but fucking controversial, exploitative sort of film is first one I always think of is Cannibal Ho- Holocaust. Right. Which, because it has animal death and right. it has like a rape scene with a rock. Gross. But it's through a tribe member doing it so maybe people don't look at it as like that big yeah, of a deal. Yeah,
0: wasn't it just like a r- ritualistic? Yeah, what thing? was
1: technically what was happening was is that the girl cheated on her husband with another tribesman. Right. And so they punished her right by fucking her with packing her vagina full of mud and then fucking her with a rock until she bled and then putting her on a spike right until she came the spike came out her mouth.
0: Lesson learned, don't cheat on your husband. <laughs>
1: We still do it today. I didn't, no, I didn't
0: say it was right. I was just, <laughs> you know, in a, That
1: one's a big one. But then another one I always think of that everybody always fucking brings up is the baby scene in a Serbian film.
0: Never seen it.
1: What do you think about the fact that there is a baby scene, a fake baby, mind you.
0: Which is why I've never seen it.
1: That is fucked in the movie.
0: Which is why I've never seen it.
1: Right. But I'm just saying, there is a scene. I
0: have no interest. A
1: lot of people haven't seen that scene because the uncut is not. Uncut, uncut. So, but the guy who made the film was saying it was like a controversial thing about how hard it is to get money to make a film in Serbia.
0: (laughs) Okay. And a lot of
1: people get, he gets really mad when people don't understand why.
0: Well, again, when you have a really exploitation scene right like a 15 minute rape scene it's gonna overwhelm the well this isn't 15
1: minutes long but it's. i
0: know but i but come on fucking a baby i don't give a (laughs) shit if it's 10 seconds two seconds i don't care i don't think that is uncalled for
1: it definitely does make you question the person that made it a little bit uh,
0: yeah yeah
1: but it doesn't mean that that necessarily means that they are into that
0: well yeah, but still, really, you want to shock people like that? Well, th- think of it
1: this think of a puritanical person. I'm just being devil's advocate here, not for the baby rape thing, but just in general, just for horror movies. Uh, a devil's advocate for, like, say, someone who doesn't watch horror movies because they think it's depraved. Right. Those people are like, no, nah, I don't watch stuff like that because it's disturbing and gross. Right. And, you know, I don't want to be a part of the devil's work or some shit. You know what I mean? Right.
0: And that's fine.
1: Does it do you for think them. so? In Just their, like I'm not going to watch. But in their minds, they're scene. like, if you watch that stuff, then you are part of the devil.
0: No. But you know what? I can watch a mother eating her baby.
1: Oh, well, that's OK. Because, you know, fuck dead babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's okay just don't fuck one apparently right stab it in the head kick it down a hallway right. but that's you know just don't yeah. fuck it okay right. so that's the rule
0: that's the rule okay <laughs> that is the rule so
1: no fucking dead babies that are not real but kick a not real baby down the hallway
0: right.
1: slam its head in a door a million times
0: turn it into a zombie like is dead okay. or what was that uh blood quantum the, oh, they that ate was the pretty baby. They ate tragic. The baby.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just being silly That's here, okay. but I'm, you know, well,
0: I, I'm I'm you know trying to make points. I mean, well, whatever.
1: Well, no, it's just interesting subject to talk about because there is a there's different categories of people who watch horror movies these right. days. You right. know what I mean? Like, there's like,
0: and I'm a I don't like rape scene movies and fucking babies or doing anything to children
1: one of my friends came to me and said do you think because you know it's a very politically charged world right now uh everything's politicized uh they were like do you think one of my friends came to me and told me that that the only people that watch horror movies are conservatives and i was like well that's not true at all like i think we all have a fear of death and that's why people watch horror movies is because it's that that's how we cope
0: once you start putting people in boxes like I'm done
1: right right I don't think you should necessarily assume one way or another about a person just necessarily because they create it it's not something I would do (laughs) (laughs) But there are some fucking edgy motherfuckers out there that like to push the boundaries. And there are people that push the boundaries back in the day when it was socially not acceptable to do some of the things that they did that doesn't even affect us. That that normal people today who would normally be affected by that back then. You know what I'm do you understand? what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there are movies that were made in the 60s and 50s that were considered not tasteful. Right. For the things that they put in it. But now we look at it and go, oh, that's so funny.
0: Yeah.
1: Everybody does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's interesting how tastes change over the years. So maybe... And it
0: will change again.
1: Right. So in 30 years from now, 40 years from now, will we be back in another world where it's like, okay, to kick a baby down the hall again, you know? Like a dead fake baby, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's an interesting conversation I don't think there's any one answer because everybody's different and there's no one size fits all when it comes to it but I think that horror fans are a little bit more accepting of different things than I think regular other genre movie watchers are mm-hmm. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like I don't think we should stop playing video games because there's violence in them right it gets, it gets kind of muddied when you do stuff like that so I don't know I don't know I personally am way more desensitized about stuff than I think most people are sensitized about. I definitely do not support if that was real at all. In fact, you know me. I can't even watch real harm happen. Like, I don't like watching when people get hurt.
0: You can't watch the news.
1: Yeah, I don't like watching like that gore, like that kind of real shit. Right. When it's in a movie, I'm like, it doesn't bother me. Sometimes right. I'll wince and not look away. I'll look away for like a second, like,
0: ooh,
1: and then, you know, keep that one eye open.
0: <laughs> yeah, with the needles. Yes, <laughs> needles, 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 fingernails. Eyes, fingernails. And fingernails yeah.
1: yeah, eyes, fingernails. Ooh. Needles. Ugh. Do you know that for the longest time when I was a kid, I was scared to open up cans of tuna? Or any cans that have the pull-up tops.
0: Because you're afraid you're going to cut yourself?
1: Then it will slice my eye.
0: <laughs> oh, your eye. Yeah. It's oh, God, I don't want to talk gonna about that. It's going to pop out. It's going to pop out and slit your eye open. Uh, I what? don't even see. I don't understand that you wear contacts. Like, I can't wear contacts.
1: I don't want to talk about the because... eye thing anymore. What is, what is your thing? What is your thing that you don't like? I know it's animals, but what else? Obviously, rape.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> everybody loves that. Everybody loves watching that in a movie. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I that's it. That's it. That's
1: it. So just animals. I
0: don't. I don't have, I, I can watch people get poked by needles. It doesn't bother me. I could watch. Uh, do
1: you do you mind, mind like Dr. when they Pim- chop off their boobs Dr. or something?
0: Doctor Pimple Popper. I like that <gasps> show. Oh. Yeah, he can't watch that. It's um, so
1: gross. What is wrong with you people?
0: This uh, slumber party massacre too, with the zit on her face and it like. <laughs> oh, <and> spit <laughs> uh, out! At her? I thought that was cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So then nothing else bothers you except for the, the animal harm and so rape. nothing.
0: No, not really.
1: You don't get offended by anything else, just the, the rape and rape. the animal harm. I feel like you're lying to me.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's like, I don't want to tell him because then he'll push it. And then we'll watch all these <laughs> well, movies. Well, that's it.
0: true. <laughs>
1: But next week, we're not going to hit something as heavy and, and hard-hitting as Thank this
0: God. this
1: week. But, you know, I figured, you know, this would be something different to do. Put our, take ourselves out of our comfort zone and, like, have us talk about stuff that necessarily we don't necessarily like. Right. And, you know, part of being, a, I don't know, a journalist, podcaster, whatever you want to call it, reviewer, I think is watching stuff that you don't necessarily like to talk about. And I think if you if you aren't reviewing things that you don't like,
0: how do you know what you'll like?
1: Exactly. So.
0: Well, I didn't like this. <laughs> you,
1: you shouldn't. You really can't have an opinion if you're not doing that, right? Like, in my opinion. So. My opinion, opinion, opinion. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to watch next week, Christina?
0: Exploitation.
1: No. When is your birthday?
0: The 31st. So
1: that's Monday, not next week.
0: Which is Monday.
1: Yeah, it's a Monday. So we would be doing it the week after. Oh,
0: we're doing it the week after. So,
1: yeah. So maybe we should do a poll. We'll put up a poll today, guys, for you to pick. What we watch, what two movies we watch next week. Um, I got a bunch of stuff that I've been really wanting to watch. Like, I want to watch that Paganini horror movie, which is about Paganini, the story of Paganini, but he's like going around killing people with a violin. I don't even know what that That's is. That's an 80s movie, but oh. we could do some other stuff. I'll put new, old, everything. But I think a lot of people really do like us talking about the 80s stuff. I, I know I should. Sure I don't do.
0: like those people. <laughs> Why are you torturing
1: me? I'm going to make Christina do a fucking. Uh, what do you call it? No, a fucking grave plots.
0: No, you'll get so mad at <laughs> I me. I miss doing
1: them, man. Well, then
0: you need to find. And I feel to like I've gotten
1: unseasoned by not doing them. You, you need know? to
0: find someone. Someone out there. Contact. Contact. I do, Alex. I do have somebody. I will not be good at that.
1: Okay. Well, we'll do a poll for you guys though to see what you we pick next week. I'll have Christina pick out two movies. I'll pick out two ah, movies. Good
0: idea. And then
1: I'll pick off some like random shit, like you know, like uh, like a. You know, just an oddball pick. I, I th- although I think we only get to pick two, right? Isn't it two in a poll on Facebook? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they only let you do two picks in a poll, mm. which is stupid. Maybe we'll do two different polls of no two.
0: Twitter, you could
1: do We could do four, five. and then it'll be like two, and then two, and then we do one last one with the two,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and
1: see which two win. <laughs> right so we'll, we'll figure it out i don't know we'll, we'll hopefully you guys stay tuned to our social media we hope that you enjoyed this episode even though i hope it was un, as uncomfortable for you as it was for us <laughs> anyway guys so thank you so much for coming by this week and spending time with us and as always
0: Spot with the voice